Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Get all your news, results, and updates on NASCAR every week on this channel. You've tried the best, now here's the rest. Let's fill the last row with our hosts, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the back of the field, as well as the bottom of the playlist. This is Vanilla Wafers, and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. If you are listening to this episode right now, congratulations, you have survived 2020. Let me tell you something. We all struggled really hard in 2020. Well, maybe not so much Chase Elliott, but a lot of us are very thankful that 2020 is over. Yes, I know 2021 is a little bit similar to 2020, but we're going to be optimistic. We're hoping that this year is a little bit better. We're feeling like everything that happened in 2020 is going to stay in 2020. Let's see what's in the racing news. Oh, yes. Let's see. Just this popped up. Uh, Phoenix Raceway to allow limited fans for spring race weekend instead of a full amount of fan attendance. Well, so much for that optimism. But hopefully by the end of the year, we can have full attendance at races and Phoenix is crazy enough to do that you might think it's Las Vegas but I live in Nevada and the governor here sucks whatever California does that's what Nevada is going to do so we'll see what will be the first track it's more than likely going to be a Florida race but let's see what happens here in the 2021 season I'm feeling optimistic about it hopefully COVID isn't as much as a bitch as it was last year and hopefully we don't have any delays in the races I don't think that's going to happen again But there are still some questions for a lot of people regarding teams, drivers, racetracks. There's a lot that's going to happen in 2021 because a lot of things have changed, including the schedule and also a lot of places where drivers are going to be. So let's get into it. Let's look at these questions. Let's be hardcore analysts. Let's be like scientists for NASCAR. Just go with it. This is the biggest questions going into the 2021 season. Alright, so one of the biggest news in the 2020 season was where was Kyle Larson going to go when he got reinstated with NASCAR, if he would even come back. And it turned out he would be the fourth driver for Henrik Motorsports as he's going to be driving the number five machine starting this year. However, there has been a big question that has been looming around Henrik Motorsports and that is what will be Kyle Larson's sponsor? Now, It's not going to be anyone like Credit One, McDonald's. We already know that. They dropped sponsorship, and it looks like they're going to stay away from Kyle Larson in the meantime. And if you look up Kyle Larson 2021 merchandise, yes, he does have the number five car on there, but there's no sponsors anywhere in sight. So it really doesn't feel like there's going to be sponsors announced at the moment. I mean, we were all thinking it was going to be January 1st that they were going to announce that because that's when he was reinstated. But even then, nope, we haven't really seen hardly anything And this is worrisome. Uh, I really thought that there would be one sponsorship that would back him up. But it doesn't look like that at the moment. World of Outlaws may do a probably secondary sponsorship. Maybe Clorox could come back. I don't remember Clorox saying anything if they were dropping him or not. Uh, I think the worst case scenario that could happen to Rick Hendrick's number five car is that he has HendrickCars.com as a sponsor. And what that is, is it's Rick Hendrick's dealership. And it wouldn't be a surprise if they had this on the car because we've seen it before in the past. We've seen it on the 09 car when James Finch was fielding Landon Castle. We also saw it with Casey Kane when he was racing the five car. And William Byron actually earlier this in 2020. 
So I hope this is not the car that we see every single race because that means that Henrik is really going to be struggling financially trying to field a car full-time that's only really his team. Now, I've also seen Penske do this, and they have been able to do okay, but hopefully Kyle Larson can have something else besides HenrikCars.com sponsoring him. We shall see in the future, but for now, that question remains unanswered on who Kyle Larson's sponsor is going to be. Next question going into the 2021 season is Front Row Motorsports is staying as a two-car team. However, John Hunter Nemechek is not coming back to the team as he will be racing full-time in the truck series with Kyle Busch Motorsports. Michael McDowell will still remain with the team and honestly, I think he's going to do a lot better this year than in the last couple years due to the fact that he's really good at road courses and we're going to have seven road courses on the schedule this year. But the question is, who's going to be driving with him in that number 38 car and right now the speculation is and it's all pointing towards Anthony Alfredo and I know most of you are probably wondering who is Anthony Alfredo if you don't watch the Xfinity series or the truck series you have no idea who this driver is but he was racing part-time last year with Richard Childress racing in the number 21 car and then before that he was with DGR Crossley Racing in 2019 and he's been mostly running on a part-time series schedule in the last two years. So for him to go full-time would be pretty interesting to see. But Anthony Alfredo is not a bad driver. He has gotten a few top 10 finishes last year. I do believe the total amount there was about 10, I think to be exact, out of the 19 races. So not too bad. Um, if I had to compare him to anybody, it would probably be similar to Bubba Wallace when he was running with Roush Racing as far as those results go. Maybe a little bit behind. But this would be very interesting. I know Anthony Alfredo actually has quite a bit of sponsorship backing him up. He has shown that he can run really well in the top three division. Well, in the other two divisions, we don't know how well he's done in the Cup Series yet. But he could still do really good, potentially. And um, my only fear is, you know, going from part-time to full-time, that's always a big fear, especially when you haven't been running full-time in any of the top three divisions. And also, could this be similar to a John Hunter Nemechek situation where he gets into the most accidents in the year? This next topic is uh, for myself. I don't know how many people were asking this question, but I definitely wanted to know about it. And that was the Money Racing Team. If you don't know what the Money Racing Team, don't worry because they haven't run a race yet in the Cup Series since their announcement that they were trying to get into the Cup Series. Um, basically, it's a team co-owned by Floyd Mayweather and they announced in 2019 that they were eventually going to run in NASCAR. Well, the 2020 pandemic hit and it kind of put everything on the shelf for them. And then all of a sudden later in the year when Jermaine Racing as well as Levine Family Racing was trying to sell their charters, I guess they actually put bids on them only to get outbidded by other teams, more specifically Spire Motorsports and Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's team. So everyone was thinking, okay, maybe this team is just some random Yahoo team that is never really going to start racing here. However, they just came back on the news and it is because they are talking to Spire Motorsports about a partnership. Now, Spire Motorsports acquired two charters, and I guess they even have a third charter. I don't know how the hell that happened, but they got three. And they're going to be running the number seven car with Corey LaJoy. The number 77 car hasn't been announced. And then next year, they were either going to expand to three teams or they were going to sell that to someone else. And that's where the money racing team comes in. 
They are not going to be running their own car in 2021. However, they're going to be partnering with Spire Motorsports as a co-brand of one of Spire's cars in 2021. And then it's going to be using one of these charters, of these three charters that Spire has acquired in 2022 to run its own full-time entry. That is what sources are saying. So we might finally see the money racing team after the last couple of years of all of these conspiracy theories and rumors. They're finally going to be running in the Cup Series this year, technically, as a co-brand. Um, we'll see if that actually happens. If Daytona 500, if we don't see any of the money team racing logos anywhere on one of those cars, then this is probably going to be dead in the waters. But as of now, for that question, it seems like the money racing team is finally going to be in NASCAR some way in 2021 to eventually run full time in 2022. Next question we have here, will Ty Dillon find a ride for the 2021 season? Um, I, I really thought he was going to find a ride by now. Like when he said that he wasn't going to be returning to Germanian racing, I thought someone was going to pick him up, but it hasn't happened. And I really haven't heard anything with Richard Childress racing on, they were going to form another team for him. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Richard Childress is going to stay with the number three and eight team, unless there is some talks behind there that he's going to open up his number 31 car again. And that's where he's going to throw Ty Dillon. And I thought maybe he would take over the number 43 car, but that went to Eric Jones and really, there isn't any other spots that are open except for the most mentioned Spire Motorsports that I just talked about earlier. And then the number 96 car of Gaunt Brothers Racing. And I don't know if Ty Dillon is going to be going in that route, but he says he's not ready to retire yet. So we'll have to see where he goes. My guess, if out of all these teams that have an available spot, he might be going to Gaunt Brothers Racing. I don't know if he's going to be in a Toyota or if they're going to move to a Chevy. That is going to be the biggest decider. If they stay with Toyota, no, I don't see Ty Dillon moving there. But if they are willing to do a manufacturer change, that might be Ty Dillon's new home. But in all honesty, Ty Dillon hasn't really done anything phenomenal in the Cup Series ever since he went up to the main roster a couple years ago in that number 13 machine. And even with, like, you know, people saying, like, oh, it's with a lower team and stuff, he really hasn't really performed that well except for maybe restrictor play races, that's the only thing I can give him credit for. And that's not really appealing to any of these newer teams. Um, so we'll see with Ty Dillon, but honestly, at this point, unless he goes to Gaunt Brothers Racing, I see him going down back to the lower series again, building up for 2022, or just not racing anymore at all. So that's going to be another one that we're going to have to wait and see. But for now, Ty Dillon still does not have a ride. Next one was a pretty interesting one. This is came up recently, and that is Noah Gregston is going to be running the Daytona 500 with the number 62 team of Beard Motorsports. This one was actually kind of cool to see. I know Brendan Gaughan retired last year, and I was very afraid that Beard Motorsports was going to disappear because I really like this team. They always somehow managed to get a top 10 at one of the Daytona races. Talladega, eh, they're usually up there, but they usually get into an accident. But Daytona, they seem to do really well. And I was thinking to myself, man, they got to find another good restrictor plate driver to replace Brendan Gone. And Noah Gregston might be a good candidate. I think this is only going to be a one-year deal. I think eventually Noah Gregston may step into one of the Rick Henrik cars. Maybe if Kyle Larson can never find sponsorship or Alex Bowman or William Byron are not able to perform this year. Who knows? But... 
Noah Gregson has gotten a victory at Daytona. It was actually the first race of the year for the 2020 season. And then at Talladega, as which is the other restricted play race, he has finished fairly well. Let's go through a few of his results. In 2018, he finished fourth at Talladega. In 2019, 11th at Daytona, 11th at Talladega, uh, 15th at Daytona. Then I mentioned the win this year in 2020. And then at the other two Talladega races, he's finished 10th and 3rd. So he does really well at those restrictor plate tracks. Pretty reliable. Does have one accident, and that was the second Daytona race. So this might be a very good option for uh, Beard Motorsports to go for. Is he going to be going for the victory? Uh, probably not. I, I really don't see that one happening. Uh, do I see him getting in top 10? Yeah. I think it would be great to see Noah Gregston in his Spring Cup debut. Or Spring Cup. Holy shit. What are we in? 2013? But for Noah Gregson to get a top 10 at the Daytona 500 could turn a lot of heads to try to get him into a car full time for 2022. Or maybe even see Beard Motorsports, maybe, just maybe, start running more races throughout the season. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think Noah Gregson may probably stay with Rick Henrik. But it will be really cool to see him make his debut with this team that runs a partial schedule. So... I'm hoping for a top 10. It may more than likely be probably a 17th place finish, but I'm staying optimistic for that number 62 team to get a top 10 with Noah Gregston. Next question we have here. Will the road courses be must-watch races, or will we see Elliott dominate all these races and be more of snooze fest? Now, I don't get me wrong. I'm very excited to see road courses. I have been waiting for them to add more road courses to the NASCAR Cup schedule. But something worries me at the same time because Chase Elliott is so damn good at road courses that the only person to really challenge him was Martin Trex Jr. And even then, it was mostly just Watkins Glen where he was really a factor to beat him. So the fear is going to Road America, going to, um, what's the other one? Uh, the Circuit of the Americas. That's why I got him so confused right there. Is it just going to be the Chase Elliott show? And I know Chase Elliott fans are just like, oh, hell yeah, I want to see that. But most of us are just like, we don't know if we want to see Chase Elliott lead 90% of the race and have no one really compete against him. I don't want to watch that race. Now, hopefully that does not happen. I mean, obviously Road America is a more exciting race. But, you know, when you have Chase Elliott win the last four races at road courses in a row, it does put a little bit of fear in people. So we shall see on that. I'm hoping that the Circuit of the Americas is a really fun race, as well as the Indianapolis Road Course. I mean, if we saw what the Xfinity holds, it could be similar to the Cup Series. And if that's the case, by all means, I'm going to be 100% on board for these events. But for now, we shall wait and see. And then the next question, kind of a leading question, is are we going to start seeing road course ringers again? If you do not remember from the 2000s, we used to have drivers like Borsett, Scott Pruitt, Ron Fellows, guys like that running the Cup Series just for Sonoma and Watkins Glen, just because they weren't really much of a factor when it came to the overall points. Nowadays, a win and you're in and also now six road courses, obviously road courses actually mean something. So will we see road course ringers again? One driver that immediately pops into my head is A.J. Allmendinger. Could he have another shot in the Cup Series? I mean, or even someone like Marcus Ambrose. I don't think Marcus Ambrose would come back. I think he's actually retired from racing altogether. But drivers like that could potentially come back to some of these other teams, and they might even run them full-time and say, hey, to stay in the top 30 for now and then get a win at one of these courses. Just try to beat Martin Trex Jr. Try to beat Chase Elliott, Michael McDowell. 
those guys and try to get that victory because then they're in the playoffs just the way it's set up and this might um, get some teams a little excited to do that I mean I don't think it's going to be anyone like Richard Childress or Rick Henrik or even um, Stuart Haas Racing making these kind of strategies it doesn't make sense they got drivers who are 100% capable of running throughout the whole season as dominant factors but maybe somebody like maybe Richard Petty Motorsports, if him, if them and Eric Jones doesn't work well together, Spire Motorsports, Front Row Motorsports. I mean, shoot, now Michael McDowell looks like a good candidate to be an upset winner. I mean, could we see maybe someone like Colic Racing uh, pulling up AJ Allmendinger as a full-time driver instead of Justin Haley? Who knows? This could potentially happen now. And honestly, that's really cool to see. I mean, let's see these other drivers compete. Let's see them drivers around the bubble i mean now now we actually see road courses actually do mean a thing now so could we see some road course ringers maybe not this year but in the 2022 season and beyond maybe we might actually have some drivers who will just come in for road courses or teams get drivers who are only dominant in road courses to try to get that victory and maybe sneak into the playoffs and the last question that we're going to cover on, I know there were some other questions that I wanted to get into, but we'll do that for next week's episode since this one's running a tad bit longer. And that is, will we see fans at the racetrack similar to before the pandemic this year? Now, there's been some tracks that did not have any fans at all during in attendance. Some tracks had a few fans, which was really cool to see, like Homestead, Daytona, Bristol, Phoenix, some other tracks as well. I think Texas did also. But other than that, mostly the stands were fairly empty. I mean, we didn't even go to Sonoma, Watkins Glen, Auto Club. Well, actually, we went to Auto Club before the pandemic. But now we go into the 2021 season and we're starting to see, will the schedule get changed up again? Will we actually see a race where we will have full attendance? Now, as of right now, as someone who works in the hospitals, full attendance races should not be happening anytime soon. Because if you work at the hospital or been around a hospital, you can see how bad the pandemic is getting right now, especially with the second wave. We have had deaths and new cases skyrocket. And where I work uh, at my hospital is um, they are starting to put people in the garages since there are so many beds being used for patients who have COVID. So if we decide to throw everything out the window and say, hey, we're going to do whatever we want now. Let's do full attendance. Let's people have fun at the racetracks. No mask, no nothing. It's going to be really bad because there's going to be one dipshit who goes that doesn't know that he has COVID or does know but doesn't give a damn about anyone else's health or well-being. And it's going to start a whole new infection. We can't have that happen. But at the same time, I hate it. I hate it so much that people cannot enjoy the NASCAR experience like they could from 2019 and before. Because you could go to the haulers. They used to have activities all around the racetrack. Being able to go to the garage area, potentially meet your favorite driver. I miss that stuff and I want that stuff to come back. Could it happen happen by the end of the year with the new vaccine coming in? Maybe. Um, But my best bet is it's not going to be until probably after the Olympics. And actually, the Olympics will be a big decider on how we look as far as the COVID pandemic goes. Because if they start um, bringing people from around the world together to compete in sports and they have fans in attendance and the numbers don't skyrocket, I think that's going to be an amazing sign that we can have things slowly get back to normal. But I'm tired of seeing racetracks missing their opportunity to run in the Cup Series. I mean, Auto Club is getting ready to reform their entire track. And they have to now delay that again because they don't even get a race this year. 
I'm hoping to see fans back in attendance. I'm hoping to see things back to the way they were. But for now, the way it's looking is at first it's still going to be similar to what it was at the end of the 2020 season. And I think it's going to stay like that for the next few months. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it gets a lot better. But from what I've seen at the hospitals, what I've seen as far as statistics go, it's going to stay like that for the next little bit. But hopefully by the end of the year, we can actually start going to races again and start having that experience like we used to. And that will conclude the last question of today's episode. We still got a couple more. Uh, We will do that probably next week since it's mostly regarding NASCAR drivers for the 2021 season. But, you know, this year is going to be very, very interesting. I don't think it's going to be as crazy as last year, but there's a lot of unknowns going into this year. We got a new schedule. We just probably survived one of the craziest pandemics in over a century. There's a lot going on. And after this, we're going to have the Gen 7 cars come in, which is even going to be more exciting. I mean, there's so much going on right now, which has brought us a lot of questions. Hopefully this episode, we got to answer a few of those questions. Some of them pretty small. Some of them kind of a big importance to us as race fans. I'm hoping you guys liked it because I had a lot of fun going through these questions. And hopefully we get uh, some of these answers here really soon. I don't want to be left in the dark just waiting for these until like a week before the Daytona 500, especially with the sponsorship for Kyle Larson, who's driving that number 38 car, and also of fans in attendance. But we shall see. But overall, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast. <laughs>